Cool, this is good, ain't it? It's only short, but blimey. It's a bit special. It's ACDC 1981. ACDC 1981. On the, uh, for those about to rock. Fire. We salute you. Doesn't see it like that, obviously. That's one of the tracks here. There's a few. This is just a little snippet. It's about 20 minutes long. Um, it's on YouTube. Some of it hasn't got any sound, which is so frustrating because this is a band in their pomp. Really is. And one of the extraordinary things about this is that, and I, I suppose it's part of a bigger a bigger thing, I suppose, a bigger um, release. I don't know, but it just sounds really quite, not fuzzy, but, um, you know, dirty, nasty. It's got a surging feel. Put the finger on you. Surging feel to it. And it's, it's got good, um, good picture quality, this, actually. Particularly going into the crowd. One bloke holding up a picture of, of Angus Young. Yeah, we know. He's there. He's in front of you, mate. No need to hold a picture of him. He's right there. But the crowd are loving it. It's uh, it's nice to see it adds real energy here, actually. And one thing we do forget is that Brian's voice, which is gig-weary by this time, um, it was far more expressive than it became. It hardened up around that parrot squawk. You know, and he did the kind of thing where he puts his brings his shoulders up and puts his head right in to get everything going. Not like that here. He's commanding the centre stage, but it really is Angus's show, which it wasn't when Bond was there as well. But um, this is really rabble-rousing. Sounds a lot less corporate than they became, even though I'm lukewarm about this album. Highway to Hell's on there, great groove. And, you know, I mean, Cliff Williams, just, the, the bass is there, but actually it's Phil Rudd's beat with, with, with uh, Malcolm's... Malcolm Young's riff that really adds that, that that groove. Brian Johnson's more gravelly voice here, gig weary as I said, really adds something to be honest. It's got a kind of I've lived my life feel to it. Really nice. And Angus sticking his, his uh, guitar between Brian's legs at the end of it is lovely. Let There Be Rocks next. There's, so it, it dips out in the sound. It's such a shame because Angus is really going for it. Lovely kicking duck walk. Goes for a walkabout on a nice long solo. Never boring, actually. Crowd are loving it. Then he's on the amp cage. And then surging onto the stage. Doing his dying fly, as I call it. And then they really, they move into For Those About To Rock, which is fantastic. It's scuzzy. It sounds really chunky. It's not the kind of... Because, you know, on the album, you've got a different situation, ain't you? And, you know, even on live stuff, it's sometimes cleaned up. This sounds really vital. Now, Brian can't get up with the on the chorus, you know, um, but that's fine. He really, you know, he's, he's a real presence here and a really likeable presence. And yes, you get the cannons. They're not the huge cannons that, that, that we'll have later on. They're just at the side of the stage. They're just, there's about six of them in a, in a sort of, a, in one sort of piece. And, but we do see them fire. We salute you. I don't, don't see it like that either. But this is great, actually. And it just reminds you, even when hearing the last album, which was a, it's a return to form power-up, I think, this band were vital and visceral and a hard rock band and a blues rock band and actually a rock and roll band. If we needed reminding, this will do that. Just great. Seek it out. It's fab. Ta-ta.